watch all the time you spend your tune in to It's time again to cherish all the time you spend your tune in to It's the number one podcast The topics of discussion when we broadcast man, Everybody and welcome to the 52 Scott Podcast. I'm your host K Money, and in the building with me, my co-host Freddie G, Flash, and Comedian 96. Collectively, we are the Mind of Men, and you can find us on Twitter at 52 Scott Podcast, Instagram and Facebook, the 52 Scott Podcast, and if you're on YouTube, please don't forget to like and or subscribe. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, fellas, um, to another episode of True Tuesday. Today, fellas, I thought we'd um, discuss uh, conditions of um, folks that are locked up in jail and in in, in prison. And uh, what got me thinking about this topic, man, um, I've seen several um, posts on Instagram where, you know, how some convicts have have access to phones. Yeah. Yeah. And they're showing, you know, some of the conditions that they're living in, which is, is... it's pretty sad, man. Yeah. I mean, I understand these guys have have committed crimes, but I don't think um, because of them committing the crimes that they've committed that they should live in in such conditions. Right. You know, I don't it's think it's hot, right. Probably no no air conditioning. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and you know, I've I've never actually been locked up uh, for more than twenty four hours. So, uh, and, and honestly speaking, um, when I was um, booked. The area I was in, pretty it was it was pretty clean. Yeah, so yeah, no. to see what I was seeing on, on Instagram and even on some stories that you you, you know the news have, have, has covered at times, uh-huh. you know these conditions are pretty deplorable and and yeah. it's it's really no excuse. And I'm not sure um, what uh, the officials, the jailhouse officials, are, are saying or are using as an excuse. But um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a gentleman named. Uh, Fleece Johnson. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Fleece. Yeah. 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 The booty band. Yeah. Yeah, They did a documentary. MSNBC did a documentary on Fleece um, several years back. Uh And that's when I was first introduced to him because of his topic, which uh, his his key uh, phrase was, I like booty. You know, so um, he was mainly getting on these young cats. I think it was around the time when sagging first started uh, coming out in. Yeah. He was basically explaining, you know, guys that SAG basically was was pretty much saying that okay, um, I'm I'm introducing you or welcoming you to uh, come get this ass, basically. No homo. I'm I'm speaking uh, <laughs> for Fleece, so uh, basically right. speaking right. in in Fleece's voice. But uh, Fleece, uh, man, had a, had a pretty uh, interesting story, man. He's out now, and um, he was sharing his story. Um, he, pretty much his testimony, you know, Fleece uh, was arrested at 14 and uh, had went to prison at 16. Man. So Fleece had never actually had an opportunity to get any um, punani. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. he was, for, Bo- Booty was the first thing was he was introduced thing. to. Wow. You know, because of him being uh, locked up as long as he was. But it, wow. but he, he, was a, he was a menace, mm-hmm. you know, um, which still doesn't justify some of the things that Fleece was put through, you know, because of his, his behavior while locked up. Right. Um, I can, he, uh, he mentioned how um, 
he was he was put in the hole at one point in time, and he he recall uh, I can't remember what he had done. Yeah. But he could recall waking up in the hole, and he said it felt like he had, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he said Fly. he had flies in his ass. No, man. And, and, and this is what the guards had done. Damn. Mm. No, uh, I think, if, cool. if you don't mind, I think I know what you're talking about. So I think here's the deal. They uh, uh, stripped him naked, mm-hmm. and they put him in, like, uh, I guess a, po- a four-point restraint, if I'm not uh, Correct. Uh, but this was before or after he had taken, uh, uh, he had a bowel movement. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think he was able, to, I assume he wasn't able to wipe himself or whatever. So he had a bowel movement. So now they take, they take him down or whatever, and he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And so he was awakened by, in his words, Feel like about 500 flies was up in his ass, and it felt like a vibrator in his ass, right. according to his words. Mm-hmm. Felt like a vibrator was in his ass, and so yeah, I know what you're talking about, uh, K Money. Uh, I, I did see that interview. I appreciate you, uh, helping me out with that story, man. Because, like I said, it was he had several stories, and they have, I believe, there's three interviews out there, and um, it after that incident, you know, Fleece. Had a lot of animosity. He was like, you know, I'm gonna get every last one of you motherfuckers back. Is what he was telling the guards. Yeah. So you know, um, there's a, uh, I, and and correct me on this, Fred, because I really couldn't understand if uh, Fleece, if there was something when he got out the hole. Uh, his way of getting the um, the officers back, man, it was something I believe it's called shit walk. Is that what it's called, Fred? Yeah. Uh, this is um. He said uh, it, it involved glass, mm-hmm. shit, and um, um, magic shave. Yeah. What? <laughs> and when the, uh, the COs would, I guess, walk, do their normal walk throughout the day, he would throw this on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so. Glass is fucking them up. Yeah, and so uh, that's kind of extreme, but I do, I've heard stories Damn, from wow. relatives. Uh, 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 that has been incarcerate, incarcerated in uh, the state of Texas or uh, TDC, where it's you know, that's kind of equivalent to what they call gassing, and where they're they're putting feces, throwing feces and urine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, feces and urine on on them on the guard. Yeah, and uh, you know, gassing them. Damn. But uh, the the magic shave and the uh, glass, or whatever, that's a little uh, extreme. But hey. You know, you got to think about the times when he was locked up. Yeah, too. he yeah. said he created that, but um, now it's a felony, you know, for prisoners yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I bet you it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, man, I'll I be looking at the uh, – I'll be watching a little documentaries on uh, TV. Uh, and there's one on um, Netflix right now. Uh, talking about the worst prisons. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So – I, I I mean there, there was a story also on Instagram about the there's a prison in is it Arizona or California it was too hot it's like 116 like degrees Arizona. that was on, that was one of the big stories last week uh, so but I I'm saying that because when I look at the one of the toughest prisons over there compared to over here they uh, if you watch that whatever you get over here you might just be like let me shut up because. Yeah. The shit that, over there, people is really over there crazy. You, yeah, these people yeah. from the U.S. They'll go to jail over there, mm-hmm. 
And if you don't know nobody over there to eat, you got you got to make some money. Yeah, that's one of my biggest fears is to be locked up abroad. Uh, abroad, yeah. that's yeah. one of my biggest biggest fears. So anywhere you go, I, I didn't see. I don't, out of all the prisons, I take that back. It was one prison. It was all right because it was like a one bedroom apartment. I was like, I didn't go. No, let me stop. <laughs> but it was a nice. But the rest of those prisons, man, no. I actually no. know. You know, when we were uh, stationed uh, in San Diego, yeah, I used to go to Tijuana uh, to party back in my day, uh, back uh, in the day. You know, right. this was before the drug cartels and everybody was, I'm sure they had the drug cartels back then, but. They weren't as bad. But it wasn't as bad now to travel to Mexico. I actually know several people uh, uh, that mm-hmm. have been in jail in Tijuana, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because of course you know we're drinking and partying, yeah. the sailors you know, and right, then right. they get in trouble and they get locked up over there. Mm-hmm. I know several people who've locked who was locked up in Tijuana, and the U.S. had to get them out. Ooh. Uh, they may have been incarcerated there for maybe like about no longer than a month, That's but they were able to get them out. Right? These are military. Yeah, yeah, military guys. And uh, uh, I've heard some of the stories uh, about the conditions. In those prison and kind of piggybacking off of what you said, Comedian 96, uh-huh. no matter the harsh conditions you hear about the right. prisons here in the U.S., right. I don't think, I think our prisons here in the U.S. Uh, 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 is like Disneyland compared, compared to, to, to prisons uh, overseas. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of those prisons overseas, you know, they're, they're hardly guarded. I mean, the guards, it's like you're guarding yourself. The prisoners are guarding themselves. Uh, the guards pretty much... Uh, Focus on the outside and, and the prisoners, you yeah, know, manage the inside, yeah. you know, and they have their own rules and um and laws. It seemed like um, that's one of my uh, favorite shows on Netflix, uh, Comedian 96, yeah. that, uh, that yeah, World's that Toughest one. Prison. Yeah, World's Toughest Prison. Yeah, I don't know why I'm interested in it, but. Um, yeah, I be watching that one and uh, Locked Up, no, Locked Up. Bro. That one oh, as well. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> I tell you, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't going to bring a joint abroad at all. Uh, you know, going back to the. You know, I, never mind. We don't talk. That's another story for another day. <laughs> so, so Fleece, Fleece, back to Fleece Johnson. Right. How much do we really know about Fleece Johnson before, <coughs> excuse me, his prison sentence? Well, I know um, when he was young, like I say, um, Fleece was a menace. You know, he was always in trouble, getting in trouble. He he, um, he said he and his gang used to um, steal cars, and, yeah. and they were basically um, – antagonize the police you know they would do crimes and, and pretty much rub it in the police face so right. you know he, he made himself well aware uh, well known to uh law officials and uh this was one of the reasons um you know which brought some of the negative things that happened to him right uh to occur because of you know how he was and, and after being locked up that didn't stop him from being bad you know he was constantly fighting right you know, that was a story where um, his teeth, you know, he lost his teeth. Uh-huh. Um, and he was fighting this guy that was in the Army. <laughs> and he said the guy had him in a headlock. Yeah. He wasn't scared of the guy, but this yeah. was a big buff guy. Right. You know, it's like, I guess, me going yeah. against Comedian 96. And <laughs> there is no size comparison for I throw right. that are listening. <laughs> right, yeah. But, um, yeah, he was fighting this big buff dude that was in the Army. And they was telling him, hey, you don't want to fight that guy. Yeah. So, uh Needless to say, uh, when Fleece got out of, uh, I guess uh, he was in the hole. When he got out the hole, he said he saw the dude, and he went and charged him and swung on him. Yeah. And dude, he said, dude, he hit dude, and the dude said, uh, 
he had some comeback. Like you got to come better than that. Basically, like the hit punt basically didn't uh, didn't phase. Didn't phase. Yeah. yeah. So uh, dude somehow ended up getting fleeced into the headlock, and fleece. He said the headlock was so tight. He ended up farting. Yeah. And he said that's when he panicked because yeah. he knew he was in trouble. He was like, yeah. This motherfucker finna kill me yeah. type of shit. So Fleece said he yeah. bit him. Yeah. So when he bit the dude, uh, he said dude said ouch real loud, but he uh, I guess he must have punched the fuck out of him because that's when he uh, knocked, his, knocked teeth his teeth out. out. Yeah. So Fleece was like, shit, this is what I'm finna start doing from now on. When I'm fighting motherfuckers, I'm going to start biting. Yeah. Yeah. So he did it so much to where he was threatening the uh, the prison officials threatened him and said, you know, if you continue doing this, we're going to take your teeth out. Yeah. Didn't stop, fleece. They took his teeth out. The very next fight, they ended up uh, sedating him. <laughs> they came to. <laughs> mouth, he had no more teeth. No, no more teeth. No grill. Damn. So, uh, God, dog. What's crazy, though, is when he got out, uh, he, um, he tried to get some teeth. Yeah. But it was deemed as if his teeth was like got buying a gun. He couldn't get them. Yeah. He couldn't buy any teeth because oh, they, they, it man, was almost they like him. The man from yeah. teeth. That's crazy. Huh? Man, come on, man. Yeah. That's that, unhuman-like, man. But you know, you know, you know, you said something that's interesting, right? What's yeah. That? He was incarcerated at the age of 16, and he was tried in, as an adult. Mm-hmm. He was in an adult prison. Adult, right. Now, I know he was a menace on the street or whatever, but, man, you got to think about, you know, all of the people, like when you're a child, and they're putting you in an adult world. And then one thing that, uh, and I did see the interview, you are talking about K-Money. One thing that stood out with me in that interview was that somebody tried to get his booty first. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. Because he was a kid. Yeah. And they was trying to take his booty. So he was fighting to, to keep his booty. So that's right. fleece. Yeah. yeah, that's fleece. So now that you mention that, I don't know, this is what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. It says that, Fleece's biological father is known as Asif. Um, supposedly, he's a gay rapist and Taliban boss. And he enjoys having gay sex with Hazaraz and Welsh people. So it's hereditary is what you're saying, you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Good what it's saying. Passed down from generation to generation. You know? In the worst way. So that's why you saying when he was a kid, somebody was trying to do it to him. When he got to prison, when he was in prison. Yeah, he never so mentioned. Uh, he, so nothing happened before he well, got to no, prison. It, he never mentioned he never, it. He never mentioned it. Yeah. He was saying, I do remember him, recall him saying something about he had gotten in trouble and uh, his dad, uh, something that could have sued somebody for something. Yeah. And his dad didn't know what the hell was going on and kind of. Pretty much messed everything up. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I ever heard him speak of. Because he didn't want to get involved. About his, about his dad. Now, reading this, if it was anything, he didn't want to get involved because they already knew who he was, and he mm. probably didn't want to expose mm. whatever the situation was hmm. back then. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. this guy was born, Fleece, in 1957, correct? That sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, this they talking about his dad. Who is known as Asif, and 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 that sounds like a Taliban name. I mean, you know. Now the only time I did um, hear, and I didn't, I have, I don't, I hadn't heard the uh, the third interview, but um, Fleece did mention his father in um, in an instance where he had uh, he had actually filed a lawsuit against the prison, 
and the only way that he he dropped he dropped he he ended up dropping the lawsuit because his father got incarcerated, mm-hmm. yeah. and they were gonna send his father to this prison where yeah. he had caused a lot of trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he felt like you know had if they had done so you know. His father, they would have taken it out on his father, basically. Right. So that was the only time I really heard him uh, mentioning his father. But that lawsuit um, cost the state $200 million, Yeah. You know, which... Oh, wow. Fleece, he takes great pride and credit in a lot of these things that right. he's created because right. of his, his, his behavior. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, you know, the, the, the episode that we, we today was supposed to be about the deplorable conditions in jailhouses and right. prisons. yeah. And I hardly mentioned, you know, some of the things that Fleece was mentioning, but a lot of those times when he was in the hole, you know, he mentioned how intentionally, I believe, toilets were stopped up, you know, rats and shit, yeah. were, were, it was rat infested. Mm-hmm. So just think, that, you yeah. know, uh, living in these type of conditions yeah. and, and your space, you, you have limited space, right. all because of you committing a crime. You know, um, again, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that these gentlemen belong in the five-star hotel, or even a three-star hotel, for that matter. But this definitely is unsanitary, and it's not healthy. Right, right. That's true. You know, um, yeah. and and now with COVID going around, and now um, in the previous episode we talked about RSV. Yeah. You know this type of shit. You know, you got to think of prisoners getting out of the out. out yeah. And, and yeah. what type of health they're gonna they get, they're in? That's right. Based on the environment that they're coming out of. Yeah. You know, that's putting the the the, the, the um. The rest of the community at risk, Thank actually, you. Yeah. because yeah. guys get out of prison all the time, you know. You know, so we don't know what they carrying or bringing back to our community from being in a, you know, mm-hmm. in this little confined space with these poor conditions. I mean, you know, you catch all kind of stuff from that. You get skin diseases, skin rashes, you know. So you got to think about this, too, like, so the living conditions in the prisons, right? So. The inmates actually run the prison, mm-hmm. okay. right? right? No matter where you go, the inmates run the prison. So let's talk about the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The inmates are cooking the food. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about cleaning the kitchen. Right. The, the inmates, inmates clean cooking. the kitchen. Yeah. Now let's talk about the laundry. They In do the all laundry. That. They do all of the laundry. Yeah. So when we're thinking about the living conditions of the prisons, then to me it seems like you would think that if the inmates are the ones that's keeping things clean and the guards are overseeing it, mm-hmm. are they not enforcing that the inmates clean or do better? Or what if you're in prison and you, you got a, a, a somebody that's not cleaning? Mm-hmm. Do you tell the other inmate, hey, man, you need to clean up. You know what that's going to do. That's going to start a fight. In, in my opinion, I don't think the rats are coming from because it's not clean in the nah, prison. On these, yeah, when you backing up the sewage, yeah, I don't. I when don't you do that, that, everything you getting the flying cockroaches, you getting the rats, and whatever else is in the sewage. So I think rats are just there from over a period of time. That prison probably been there for a long time. Of course, they got rats. They got there. rats. So mm-hmm. I don't think that's a part of the prisoners not being clean. I just think that's a part of where they are, you know. Uh, Most prisons have a field anyway. And right, you right. gonna have field rats. You are, so you 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 surrounded by field yeah. most of the time. So so that's just the, the the normal environment. Which the control for that would be to um, exterminate. Yep, exterminate. But to answer rats? your question, Freddie G, <laughs> <laughs> it, 
if, if a prisoner, if you know, <clears throat> we do have to hold the prisoners accountable if they are cleaning um, the area that they're living in, um, and, and and everybody's not holding their own. You know, like you said earlier, the prisoners are running the prison, so whatever they have in force to, um, it, just like the negative shit that go on in prison. You know, if, if you don't pay up, there's consequences. So it should be the same with cleaning. You know, yeah. if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, there's consequences. Especially, especially with food. With if you're in prison, you you here. So you would think, man, I got to cook this food and I got to clean this pot. I got to make sure this pot clean for the next food that's coming up due right. next, tomorrow. So you would think where you live, you're going right. to make sure, sure you, you good. Right. So, right. yeah. I mean, especially the U.S. It ain't not overseas like we were just talking about. It was over there. It's never going to get clean. Yeah, and these guys sleeping on concrete and shit like that. Uh, yeah, you know? up, man. I'm yeah. telling you. I mean, it may feel like concrete in our prisons, or, you know, on the, on the cots that these guys have. I don't know. Like I said, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go there. Yeah, I, my one experience, you know, uh, was enough for me. I, that scared me straight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Uh, I appreciate y'all joining us, man. It was another uh, good episode. Peace out. This concludes another True Tuesday episode. And be sure you tune in tomorrow for Women Wednesday with Freddie G. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 52 Scott Podcast. On Instagram and Facebook, The 52 Scott Podcast. And for all you YouTubers, don't forget to like and subscribe. And to all my 52 Scott faithfuls, it may be new to you, but if you heard it here, then you know it's true. 